Today's Torah is lovingly dedicated by Dov Bronstein for the sake of the ascent of the soul of his mother, Etel Basar Beliezer, whose yurtzeit was Shabbos, a righteous woman and a Holocaust survivor who, despite all her suffering during and after the war, never lost her faith in God and never questioned God and dedicated her life to be a loving mother and grandmother. May she be a good advocate for her family and for entire Klal Yisrael. The Mishnah in Shabbos says a fascinating anecdote about the cow of Rebbe Lozer ben Azariah. Rebbe Lozer ben Azariah's cow, Parosesh Rebbe Lozer ben Azariah. His cow went out in a public thoroughfare on Shabbos, which of course we know we're not allowed to carry and an animal can't carry. So Rebbe Lozer ben Azariah's cow went out on Shabbos with a strap, with some kind of belt around its horns for beauty, to watch the cow. And the Chachamim forbade it. Chachamim forbade the cow to go out with the strap on his horns because they held that, at least rabbinically, it's considered carrying for the cow. But then the Gemara asked the question, the cow of Rebbe ben Azariah? Rebbe ben Azariah was extremely wealthy, very, very rich, like the famous Gemara in Brachis. Rebbe ben Azariah was very wealthy to the extent the Gemara brings there, if Yehuda said in the name of Rav, that when Rebbe ben Azariah would give Meiser, Behema, when he would give a tenth, the tithe of his animals, the tenth of the animals, Meiser Behema, it would be 12,000 cows. That was a tenth, that was Meiser. Meaning he had 120,000 cows. So why is the Mishnah talking in the singular of the one cow of Rebeleza ben Azariah? So the Gemara answers, really, really, it wasn't his cow. It was his neighbor's cow. So why the Mishnah call it his cow? Because Lamaisa, the Chachamim, the other rabbis, forbade a cow to go out with the strap on his horns on Shabbos. And Rebeleza ben Azariah, even though he permitted it, but of course, the majority, the Chachamim, held that it's forbidden. And one time this cow of the neighbor went out on Shabbos with the straps, and Rebeleza ben Azariah saw and didn't protest, didn't tell the neighbor, didn't tell her that it's forbidden. And because of that, the Gemara says, in a derogatory way, therefore the cow is named after him. Because he, didn't, he did a sin that he didn't protest that this cow went out on Shabbos. Of course, it's only rabbinically forbidden. It's not chil Shabbos, whatever, but the rabbis forbade it. And Rebbelezim and Azariah didn't protest, therefore it's called his cow. And the Yerushalmi, the Talmud Yerushalmi goes on to say that Rebbelezim and Azariah was so taken, was so upset about this sin, quote-unquote, that he did, that he didn't protest that his neighbor's cow went out on Shabbos, to the extent that Rebbe Nazar did tshuva, and he fasted so many fasts until his teeth turned black and fell out. He fasted so many times just because he didn't keep the Chachamim, his friend's word, to the extent that his teeth turned black. That's how much he fasted. And the truth is we have anecdotes like this from other Chachamim also, from, from other of the Tzaddikim, the Tanoim, the, also the, the authors of the Mishnah, the Gemara. Rav Huna one time, Rav Huna one time the strap of his tefillin turned upside down. The black part is supposed to be facing out, but one time one of the straps turned around and was facing the wrong way. So to atone for this sin, Rav Huna fasted 40 fasts. He fasted 40 days just for this quote-unquote sin of his strap of his tefillin turning backwards. 
So the Alexander Rebbe, the Ismach Yisrael, brings a very fundamental, important teaching that we have to know from his father. That his father said that one time the students of Reb Chaim Vital, Reb Chaim Vital, of course, was the foremost student of the Arizal. Almost all the Kabbalah we have is from Reb Chaim Vital, the book Eitz Chaim and his other Svarim, that he wrote the teachings of the Arizal. And so the students of Reb Chaim Vital came to him and asked him and said, if for these very minor transgressions, these seemingly simple things, these sages tortured themselves, fasted until their teeth turned black to atone for these minor transgressions, what are we going to do? What are we going to do when we know how many fleshiga sins that we've done, serious sins? And this is what the students asked Reb Chaim Vital about 400 years ago. And Rabbi Chaim Vital answered and said to his students that 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 the Gemara and the Mishnah speak so much about all these fast days that the Tanoim, the Amaroim did was only for their time when there was still light in the world. But said Rabbi Chaim Vital, Bizman Hazeh, these days with everything that we're going through, Bechesh Chasagolus, with the darkness of exile, it's gotten so much darker, so much more difficult. Said Reb Chaim Vital, even one scream that a Jew screams out to God from his heart or her heart, one sigh that a Jew sighs with truth is worth as much as all the fast days that they fasted in previous generations. Because the exile has gotten so dark, Reb Chaim Vital said, therefore now, in this dark exile that we're going through, we've reached such a natter, such a overwhelming darkness, that therefore our one deed and even one sigh, one prayer, one screaming out to Hashem with authentic, authentic feeling is worth as much as all the fast days that those previous generations had. He's not even talking about a mitzvah. Chaim Vital said, even a sigh that a Jew gives from the depth of the heart, that's an atonement as much as all these tens and tens of fast days of previous generations. That's Reb Chaim Vital. And then the Alexander Rebbe continues that from the time of Reb Chaim Vital until now, now the Alexander Rebbe, mind you, lived in the end of the 19th century. He passed away in 1910. And the Alexander Rebbe says that from the time of Chaim Vital until now, the, eight, the 19th century, the exile and the tsaris have gotten so much worse. The suffering that what we go through is so much worse every day. The curses that we have to deal with, the terrible dark exile, it's gotten so much darker. So says the Alexander Rebbe, how much more so? That a, a Jew screams from the depth of the heart how precious that is in God's eyes and it's worth all the fast days that they did in previous generations. Because now the exile got that so much darker. That's what Alexander Eber wrote over 120 years ago. Before World War I, before World War II, before the Holocaust, and before iPhones and the Internet. Imagine... Even then, Alexander Rebbe is saying, oh, well, since Reb Chaim Vital, so much time has passed 
that now even more, anything we do for Hashem is worth so much like all those fast days. That's Alexander Abba speaking 120 years ago. Imagine what we've been through since then. Imagine what Jews are going through today. The challenges. Children that have to grow up with social media. Adults that are addicted to their phones. The darkness is so deep. We've all fallen so much into impurity. So many. It's so hard not to fall. Such darkness. And yet, we still cry out to Hashem. 120 years after Alexander Ebba. How much more so is that precious in God's eyes and worth hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of fast days. And this week that we're about to begin the three weeks, the time of mourning when we remember the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash and hope for the building of the Beis HaMikdash again. And we're going to fast if Mashiach Hashem doesn't come Thursday. But at the same time, we have to scream to God, Mashiach, now! After all that we continue to do to serve Hashem, no matter what, after everything that's been happening and going on, how much more so it should finally be the time that Hashem has compassion on His children to bring the full and complete redemption with the coming of Mashiach Tzidkenu, Bimher Vamenu, Amen.